0: zippers welcome to this episode of the tea with me podcast with me shane todd i've got a green screen in the background in the edit of this podcast i'm going to try and put something in but i don't know if it's going to work and also if you're watching the video version of the podcast which you know why would you not you know i've got that 90s boy band hair, and if that doesn't you enough i'll be honest i'm wearing a gray t-shirt i don't know if, if that isn't enough for you i don't know what is But I'll try and do some sort of green screen background, um, but I'll probably not be able to. And I'll probably just leave it as a green screen. Sippers, welcome. It's the Wednesday episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, the young father, Shane Todd. And things are are going good, guys. I'll be honest, a little bit sleep deprived, still emotional at anything that happens. You know, quite recently I heard that song on the radio, uh, Another Day in Paradise. Which was originally a Phil Collins' song, but I heard the Brandy and Ray J version. It's just another day for you and me in paradise. And um, when I heard it, I remembered that Brandy and Ray J are brother and sister, and I just thought that was a real nice thing that Brandy did for Ray J because the thing at that time, Ray J wasn't really well known. You know, he would he would go, he would go on to sex Kim Kardashian, but at this point. You know, in that in that video, which I which I actually haven't seen, um, but not because you know I just I just um I, it's just not. You know, I think when you you know I feel like a no Ray J, certainly. So uh, <laughs> I mean, i never met him, but the point is, I haven't seen it, and that's irrelevant. What I'm saying is, I got emotional because I remember thinking Brandy was a big star at the time because she was in Moesha. And she had brought Ray J and her brother to do this song. She didn't need to do that. She could have done it by herself. And that made me emotional. So um, that's kind of where we are in life. You know, we're having a good time. We're doing the Tea With Me podcast. I hope everybody is sitting down with their tea, enjoying themselves. And also, this is hashtag not an ad. You guys know that I've been sampling different different tea bags. You know, I've, I've been on my knees. I've been taking various bags in my throat. And, and then try and tea. And yeah, and listen, if you missed last week's episode, I have been saying, you know, post lockdown, you're going to meet a different kind of bitch. You know, I'm not afraid to say what's on my mind. And also, what's really annoying, I'd say, for the viewers and me is the camera here has a wee viewfinder pulled out, and I keep looking at the viewfinder instead of the camera. So it makes it look like either I have a lazy eye or the camera's not centered. And that's annoying me, but. I'm drinking the Barry's tea, gold. Now, I had the red Barry's tea, which is just like Barry's, but the, the green one is like the original, and someone told me about it, and I haven't looked back since. And, mm. and I just bought some for my neighbours. So what do you think about that? What a very bad thing to do. Just buy tea bags for other people for no reason. You know, but it's a, it, it's a very good time. And also, I kind of have a date for stand-up coming back, as in... I know when it's going to be not like i've asked some guy to go to the gig with me because that'd be weird because i'm a straight married guy but uh well married and um and that's great i mean i don't know if the date is like set in stone so i'm not going to announce it yet but all i'll say is i'll be very excited and nervous if that happens but i think the return to stand up the venue i'm going to do it in i think will be the best venue for socially distant stand up it's a great venue anyway But it's probably best set up for this kind of thing, so they're going to be great shows, and I'll announce the the shows as soon as possible. Probably I'll announce them on Patreon, first of all, so if you're part of the Patreon community, if you make a a small donation to support the podcast on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. there's a little plug for it. You get a bonus podcast every Monday, me and producer Dan do like a feature length, half hour, 45 minute, hour long podcast. And, uh, and there's loads of other stuff. There's merchandise giveaways, there's going to be ticket giveaways. The light is changing outside, uh, and that's affecting the camera. And this is a really shitty camera that I bought for 180 quid, and I regret it. But it's patreon.com slash tea with me podcast. And that's just the way it is. My waterfront uh, haul show is up on there as well in its entirety. That's the only place you can get a Patreon. So, patreon.com slash tea with me podcast. And uh, at the end of this pod, give a shout out to all the patreons all the lovely people this is annoying because the sun has got stronger and it's coming across my chest like blinds uh but i don't think i have the willpower or, or, or the faith to get up and close the blinds and that's just something that we're gonna have to deal with we have a sponsor we have a sponsor we absolutely have a sponsor on tea with me which i loved, and it's manscaped we couldn't ask for a better sponsor for this podcast guys let's talk pubes Okay, let's talk pubes. People don't like to talk about it. Everyone walks about, no, mine are smooth, mine are nice. No, they're not. Let's be honest. Every guy in Northern Ireland or wherever else you're listening, in general, I think the peak time for pubes was about five years ago. And I think now it's become a little bit hipster to let them go. Don't do that. Manscaped have the lawnmower 3.0, which is essentially, I'm going to say it, a ball trimmer. What you do, it's a little, it's a little black razor, it's electric, it has a torch on it, you can use it in the shower. I am a customer. My, let me tell you this, right, my balls, (laughs) my balls look like Ross Kemp's head. That's all there is to it, Ross Kemp's head and if that's what you want to go for or you want to do any sort of style you want to give yourself a mohawk a brazilian whatever you can do it with the Lawnmower 3.0 from manscape listen it's the best tools for your grooming experience take care of the crown jewels we have an offer for tea with me listeners which is 20% off and free shipping when you use the code tea with me all one word tea with me genuinely it is uh, it is great. Um trim the junk, your balls are gonna thank you for it. That's manscaped.com and then you put in tea with me and you're gonna get twenty percent off on free shipping. It's a great deal. Your girlfriend, boyfriend are gonna love it, your parents are gonna love it. Your parents are gonna love it to the you're gonna love it to the point where you actively go to your parents' house, even if it's like you're doing a shielding thing and you're just in the garden, you're gonna be wearing a mask, gloves but you're going to expose, don't expose your genitals for God's sake. But if you just want to show a little bit of the pubic area, please do that. Just because you, you're letting your dad know this is what you need to get. So check that out manscape.com, tea with me pod. Now on with the podcast. We have a lot to talk about this week. I say that every week, but I mean it. We've got a lot to talk about. I've got listeners' questions. I've got loads of listeners' questions and we're gonna we're gonna review something we're gonna do bad reviews but um what what's weird is people have really been enjoying for some reason the videos i've been putting up where i fell in the on one afternoon when i was out for a walk with my wife when she was heavily pregnant imagine the reality of this right it's cruel in a way my wife just wanted to go for a walk i was like let's go for a nice walk and then i was like hey action become Quentin Tarantino, start directing, become Martin Scorsese, become Steven Spielberg, start shooting basically, so she had to hold the camera, while I sang local TV and radio jingles in like a singer-songwriter style, and what's unbelievable is people absolutely go nuts for it, which is great, a bit sly that people like those videos more than a lot of my stand-up videos and other things, disrespectful, but they're funny because I I can vaguely sing, right? But I could never be a singer, and I'm not saying that like you know, humble brag. Genuinely, I can't really sing. But like from a distance or whatever, you might go, hey, "He's fine." I could be in. I could be in the back. I could be in a '90s boy band, like one of the guys who doesn't really sing, like Keith Duffy out of Boyzone, one hundred percent. By the way, he has great eyes. Now, um, what's funny is one in every hundred people will comment in those videos and say, uh, like. This isn't very good, and they mean it. And that makes me aroused. Very aroused. I absolutely love that. Uh, but it's funny, and people, people are going nuts for Connelly's and Moy. People are like, we need to hear you want to be a Connelly's and Moy. And all I'll say is, good things come to those who wake, guys. Sip, sip. Mm. It's very rare my tea is actually roasting for the start of the podcast because by the time mummy sorts herself out, her tea's usually cold and she drinks it. Pretending it's warm, but usually during the podcast it's cold. Um, so people are enjoying that, although, here, here, here's a real, fuck, that, that light is really doing my head in. Should I get up and sort it? Should I get up and, yeah, I'm going to get up and sort it. And this is all going in the pod, by the way, don't you worry about it. This is all going in the pod, going to have to take my headphones out. And it's all good. And it's all good, and producer Dan will hate this. Yep, producer Dan absolutely hates it and probably need to turn the light on and that's going to look bad on camera and we're back and producer Dan hates this and it's all good and Manscaped are going to end their association with the pod and also you can see that there's a little pile of my clothes beside me on this sofa in my spare room where I do the pod and I should have moved those there we go that's us back guys welcome back should have moved it to be fair, you've seen you've seen these clothes anyway. Let me move it. Yeah, that's us, guys. We're we're good to go. We're good to go. And I want to apologize. I don't know. I'm sleep so deprived. Producer Dan is going to whip me for this. Everybody knows that there's a hashtag Free Shane appeal. A bit like Free Britney Spears. He's like Britney Spears' dad. He controls me. He controls my finances. He controls when I sleep. And it, and it needs to stop. But look, I'm just doing my best. I'm just drinking the tea and having a good time. I put one of those singer videos up. Singing like one, the one about buttercream, I think it was. In Yuri, Make it buttercream for the young and old. And uh, and they're fun because they're, they're the stupidest things I've ever done. And this But this is stupid, right? This guy wrote, totally innocuous, right? This guy writes under the video something like... Uh, uh, something like very good. He's like, You you've lost weight though. And then I was basically like, Oh, I I literally haven't, like, over lockdown, like I, I honestly haven't. And then this this other guy wrote under it saying, and again, he's probably like somebody who likes the stuff, you know? Um and he I don't think he was trying to be a dick or anything, but he wrote like uh Yeah, he's like you look very really thin and Nothing like genuinely nothing on social media ever really gets me to bite. Like um and 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 that those comments weren't even trying to get me to bite. You know, it was very very innocuous kind of throwaway comments. And and look, I throw myself open to being slagged about absolutely anything. So nothing should annoy me. But for some reason, I, I genuinely think it is because of the lack of sleep because of having a newborn. Um. You know, you kind of sleep for like two hours here, two hours there, um, and I mean, I'm only getting like twenty hours a day of sleep at the minute, which is killing me. Because you know, you guys know I'm used to twenty three, but uh, <laughs> what about if I just slept twenty three hours a day, worked for one hour a day, but really intense? Um, but I don't know why. But comments saying I look thin, really, just like not not offended me, obviously, but kind of like got made me a little bit sad. And and then I was kinda sad because I was sad. You know, <laughs> you know I was like, Oh, you're upset. I mean I don't have a split personality, but I was kinda like it's upset it's upsetting that I'm upset. And um and then I just thought, you know what? I'm actually I don't know what I'm getting annoyed at because and and this is the way my brain was working, right? I was like, no, do you know what? I'm wearing an oversized jumper in that video, so it just looks like I'm not filling it out. And then I put a photo up of me with my shirt off. And that is the sort of thing, if one of my friends told me that, I would be like, why on earth did you do that? Now, I put the photo up with me and my shirt off for a little bit of a laugh, but at the same time, there was a little bit of me being like, actually, I'm very proud of my shape at the minute and throwing this up there. And um, that could be cringe on a lot of of different levels. And I, I, I I still don't know why it offended me. Because the guys weren't being um, sly or they weren't being uh, rude or anything like that. We're just probably just like messing about. But um, but it's it's weird that it kind of affected me for about an hour or two. And um, that's why since then basically I've been taking care. Yeah, I'm just f- fully on the steroids now. And uh, you know, trying to get up to 20 stone. But I don't know why I felt compelled to share that. But um, that's just what you get sometimes on the uh, on the newborn lack of sleep podcast. You just get some honesty, and honestly, I know that I'm looking fabulous at the minute. And despite the guys not getting much sleep and definitely needs to get to his barber, Mikey, but can't because Mikey works out a banger, and that's a little bit too far for me to go just at the minute because I got to help out in the house because I have a baby. I'm looking good. I'm looking good. I mean, I'm not looking good, but all things considered, I'm looking good. And that's the main thing. And we're the sippers. And we're feeling good. And we're just drinking tea. That's all it is. And then I was down for a little little minute. And then I had a cup of tea. And I was like, I'm feeling good. And I went out. And did a workout. And it felt good. And if anybody calls me thin again. I will be deleting. Every social media account I have. I'm only joking. I am. I am obviously like a slim guy. uh, Slim sheeny, But um. I don't know. I think I I, I am quite. I was gonna say like conscious over my looks. That will come as <laughs> that will come as n- news to no one, right? Because I can be a little bit of a vain guy, but uh, but I think that's mainly because, you know, not the yeah. at this point, Coldplay would play behind me. Um, but whenever I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease, I lo- I was a slim guy, and then I lost a lot of weight, and I was like a skeleton guy. And it wasn't a good look because my hair was like this and I was like a skeleton. And I thought, you know, it'd be really cool, even though I'm like eight and a half stone at the minute. If I just like wore my hair to the other side and I genuinely did that. And um, maybe I'll post a photo of that. I mean, I think it is still on my Instagram. And uh, yeah, I look like a dead guy. And, and that's not the look you kind of want to go for. So I think since then, I've been pretty like... I am a little bit being like a lot of people are. Like I definitely will look in a reflective surface if I pass it. But I'm only sort of, I'm not looking to just appreciate myself. I'm looking to be like, oh no, but yeah, I've got like a wee bogey. Or like something in my teeth or my hair's not sitting right. So there is a little bit of family. But what I want you guys to know is I'm feeling good right now. And sometimes we need to just take a little bit of us time. And that's what I needed to do in that hour. And now I'm back to just being a vain bitch. And it's a good time so i'm buzzing about the idea of stand-up coming back um you know with the pod i think we're looking to get into the studio from next week next week the radio show's coming back on bbc radio ulster and um i i said last week on the podcast these pods have been a little bit rambly uh and like a bit of a just stream of consciousness and 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 that is true that's what they've been i've actually really enjoyed doing them and uh i i hope you guys find them interesting whenever i kind of you know, open my brain up and just let you have a little peek inside, but uh, I had to do this thing earlier where um, my manager Joe got me to send him, like, a brief biography of myself for this thing, project that we're doing, and um, I had to, like, I hate doing that kind of thing, I don't like, like, everybody likes praise, obviously, but I hate it when you have to, like, list your achievements. And write it in third person like you didn't write it. Like, I was tempted to write it and just be like, this is me writing this, by the way. Because you got to write, like, Shane supported Bill Burr on his Irish tour. You know, you have to go, Shane has a BBC TV show. Shane. <laughs> Shane is nothing. He is muscular. <laughs> imagine, imagine I just did one, because it was for a comedy project. Imagine, like, one line was just about my comedy and the rest was, like, Shane actually can do a serious amount of press-ups in one minute. And and surprisingly for a guy of his size, very, very strong. And then I just wrote down all my PBs. Um but for the thing, and this is maybe like a Northern Ireland thing, where I think we don't like to big ourselves up. We like to blow things up, but we we don't really like to big ourselves up. Um but I did and I had to I had to write down like all the things that I've done with T V and radio and live stand up. And I had a real moment where I was like, again, just emotional newborn father guy. Um at a moment where I was like Th- that this is all good stuff. Like I'm I'm not really a reflective person. Like I used to set yearly goals and all that kind of thing, and I just don't do that anymore. I just think now if I work as hard as possible um and and make the right decisions, then everything will work out. But I really like looked at what I'd written and I was like i've I've actually had a really good career you know all things considered being a guy that does a i was gonna say a strange profession but a definitely out of the ordinary profession in a small country um to have done the things that I've done and look I've done a lot of shit too there's no doubt about that but um yeah i was I was really proud of myself in in that moment and then I went back to being like you're a failure you know you'll never make it and then I saw myself in the mirror and I was like but don't worry about it because you're a sexy big bastard you muscular hunk mm. but it was nice just to have a moment where I was like yeah this is this is good crack and um, I feel like every, all these podcasts are me just saying I can't wait to get back to stand up but I mean, I mean I've relentlessly been working on new material since lockdown started uh, because why the fuck wouldn't you if you're a stand up you know, this is the time to do all the, as many things as possible that you said you were going to do before. You know, and I'm aware everyone's situation is different. And like, obviously, since we've had the baby, things have slowed down temporarily a bit for me. Because, and everyone will have stuff going on where they can't just be working all the time. But like, guys, we've we've had about four or five months. You know, you should be rattling stuff out, especially stand up material. And I'm really, really excited to see. I'm really excited to do new material after this. And just to see all my friends' new bits, because there's nothing gets me excited than friends of yours that do stand-up going up to try new bits, because it's funny if it works, and if it doesn't work, it's also funny. You know, if someone bombs with new material they think is good, and it's also funny when it happens to me, and I I can appreciate when I'm on stage and a bit doesn't work, because you can see your friends' faces in the back going, Ah, you dick so uh so yeah buzzing to get back to it and i'm back to football training as well which is which is great like it feels like normality is kind of coming back a little bit and uh and well it was coming back a bit and now i'm in this like baby cocoon which is a lovely imagery of being in a baby cocoon um so it'll be a while before i'm back to to more normal things but it's it's been a great it's been a great couple of weeks it's been really really fun and uh and yeah, it's class. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know how to describe it and I don't think I want to spend too much time talking about it. Obviously, last week's episode was a lot about the baby. And thanks very much to everybody who sent a message saying congratulations and, and all that kind of thing. Um, every, every Everyone here is doing good. So cheers. Now, let's do what we do. Let me have another sip because that is what I do. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... So what we do is, on the podcast, we look at TripAdvisor reviews, but we look at the real negative reviews for a bit of a laugh. Um, My laptop is so hot, and uh, it's really uncomfortable that it's on my knee, but I'm going to persevere. So what we do is we... Oh my God, look at that light. That's better. Yeah, we look at really bad TripAdvisor reviews for places in Northern Ireland and go through the worst ones, but a couple of people have said to me, no what you need to be doing is looking at the Amazon reviews for Haribo sweets, sugar-free Haribo sweets. I mean, why is that getting this many reviews? I'm not sure. I haven't looked at these beforehand. But let's get into it and let's see what people are saying about sugar-free Haribo sweets. Nicole Bowley writes one one-star review, and this is bear in mind this is for Haribo sugar-free sweets. The the title of this is not good. It's not good. The title is Diarrhea While Driving. Now, diarrhea, definitely not a good thing. Certainly not a good thing whilst driving. You know, for sure. Um, this person in the United States and they have written a massive um, review. Uh, they say, One of our beloved physicians... Brought a bag of gummy bears to work to share with the staff on, on night shift. A lovely thing to do. Love it when someone brings the treats in and brings enough for others. Because look at you coming in I hope you have enough to share. Uh, not realising they were the famous dreaded sugar-free gummies. Multiple staff throughout the shift grabbed a handful while passing by and each have their own near-miss stories, but this is mine. Why are people saying that this is making them go to the toilet? The next morning I had to run an errand about an hour and a half from my house. Sounds like they're dumping a body. On the drive home, a curvy backcountry road, my stomach suddenly begins to cramp and I feel the immediate urge to empty my boils. Frantic as I realise I'm not going to make it home, I start searching for a place to pull over. (laughs) (laughs) Sheila, will you pull a car over? Sheila, Sheila, pull over, Sheila, pull over, Sheila, pull over. I can't, there's no hard shoulder. Fucking pull over, Sheila. The end of a gated logging road, perhaps. I'm speeding along, arching my back, practicing lammas breathing techniques, anything to stall the inevitable. I pass the first turn off that has a sheriff's car parked at the end and keep searching with sweat pouring down my forehead and bubbling noises in my guts that drown out heavy metal on the stereo. Um, my bowels cramped up and expelled every drop of liquid from my body. At that point, I'm now standing there with leggings full of hot liquid stool running into my shoes and debating what the next best course of action should be. I mean, what it shouldn't be is a night out. You know, if that's something you were thinking of. Um, Of course, I had no extra clothes or towels in my truck. Uh, I didn't know what to do. After a few moments of self-reflection, I decided to strip off my shirt and lay lay it on the seat of my truck and get inside. It was a rather uncomfortable drive home with the windows all down and skin burning on the backs of my legs and buttocks. It was the longest 20 minutes of time I've ever experienced. I alternated between crying and laughing at the situation and checking the speedometer. Uh, the Tears streamed on my face, I arrived home screeching to a halt. I, I tra- Fast forward three weeks and I'm at work hearing about the other incidents and a light bulb clicks on. 35 years old, I had to reset the clock for how long since you last crapped your pants. Uh, lesson learned, make sure the gummy bears are not the sugar free version. I mean, and then, and then this guy called Sebastian writes, one star review, I weighed 189 pounds before I ate these, I'm now a skeleton, I mean, that's maybe where I've gone wrong, that's maybe why I've lost a little bit of weight, um, is the fact that I might have just eaten some sugar free Haribo, I mean, this could have been started by like a rival sweet company, Um, okay, let me see, Everyone just saying they they shitted. They shitted. I got some of these in my stocking for Christmas. I guess Santa hates me. It hurt. I just got over the flu. And now this, I didn't realise it was the gummies, but after coming across a meme online, three was way too many, way too many. Oh my God. Joshua will do one or two more because some people don't like it, like it when you talk about poo and I'm one of those people. Joshua says, Eat if you dare, one star review. I sit here writing this review at 4am from my porcelain throne. A fixture you will become all too familiar with if you choose to eat these little cute bears from the pits of hell. (laughs) I had to eat a pound of these little bastards after Man City must have thought they were playing American football the other week and lost to a team of Arsenal scrubs. They were a bit chewy but overall appeared to be nothing more than your average gummy bears. After about two hours with little more than some mild stomach crumps, feeling like one would expect from eating a pound of candy. I began to wonder if I'd eaten some duds. Like a slow build-up of a Martin Scorsese film, however those bears were waiting for their baptism scene to destroy my insides. It started with cramping, very akin to doing a thousand crunches, and then being forced to hold on to the 1001st crunch indefinitely. Then came the initial run which opened the proverbial floodgates. I'm over 30 and I'm beginning to wonder if these bears know, know that. I want to send me back to the can for each year I've been on this earth. In between gastrointestinal bouts of pressure washing the back of the inside, <laughs> the inside of my toilet from my anus, I lay in bed feeling as if someone were to punch me in the stomach, I'd explode. To give you an idea, I'd spent $50 ordering UFC pay-per-view, only willing to miss the last two or three fights of the main card. I didn't stray too far from my master bathroom. Thankfully for me and my marriage, fearing what might be coming, I convinced my wife to spend the evening at her sister-in-law's because, trust me, fellas, nothing will be gained from your significant other experiencing this with you. I'm no longer in pain, but I'm still having to make trips to my master bath on a regular basis. Eat these if you dare, but be forewarned. They are not to be trifled with unless you want your toilet to be staging ground for repeat fecal rehearsals of the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. Wow um why is this such a thing haribo sugar-free um yeah people are absolutely killing i mean that's that's not a good price to pay just to have the sugar-free version of it wow um i i, I enjoyed that and i've also enjoyed the fact that the light has changed Nine thousand times since we since we've been making this podcast, but I think that's okay. So I want to get into listeners' questions. That's what I want to do because a lot of people have been getting in touch, and uh, we'll kick it off with Twitter. Let's see who's here. Uh, Terry Charlton kicks it off and says, "What happens if Shane Junior is a Liverpool fan?" Um. This is a this is a thing I've been thinking about recently. Do I push on to my son what football team to support based on who his dad supports, being a Man United fan? Uh, and the answer is yes, I think you do do that. Uh, my dad supports Man United, Man United. My granda wasn't a big football fan, but kind of supported Man United. And um, um, my boy hopefully will support Man United. It's a good time to be a Man United fan. I'm not gonna to spend too long talking about football, but it's a good time to be a United fan I was considering calling him Bruno Fernandes or Oriana Gallo. Um but we'll wait and see. I will say this, he already has a kit that he that he wears every time Man United play. So I am influencing from, I am influencing him from an early age. Oh. This tea's cold now. I don't fucks with cold tea, everybody knows that. Cheers for that, Terry uh, we also have questions from Patrick Neal, who says, "If the money toad was wrongly put into McGabry, how would you convince the officers that you were innocent Also congrats on the baby thanks Patrick um if I was wrongly put in McGabry, how would I tell them I was innocent um i don't I don't know what what I would what I would kind of do is maybe like become a bit of an annoying guy in there, like not any actual trouble." But I think I'd always ask the time. This is the way I think you could get out of jail. It's a life hack. If you're in jail and you want to get released, no questions asked. Just keep asking for the time, and everyone will start telling you. And then they'll be going, "Mate, you just ask me for the. Th- We're in jail. Like, why do you need no time? I go. Oh, no reason. What time is there? even if especially if you ask the prison guards, eventually they'll go, "Will you fuck up? And you'll be like, "Sorry, sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry. What time is it there? Eventually, they will just release you. They'll just release you and be like, "We don't want to hear that question anymore." So I'll probably do that, or I would do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get them to release me. I'll probably do some sort of escape. Um, I've seen enough films to kind of know how it works, so I would probably uh, mail myself. But then I'd mug myself off because I'd send myself back to prison somehow. <laughs> Ryan Davidson. Is it true you didn't mean to score that goal at Seaview? It was really a cross. Ryan, I put the video up for everybody to see. Um, You know, there is going to be doubters, there is going to be haters in life, but all I will say is whenever former Northern Ireland international, Southampton player, Premier League player, Jim Magilton squared the ball to me on the volley, uh, he knew what was happening. Jim knew, and the way I opened my body up to it, I think every... Like, because it wasn't a diagonal cross. I wasn't looking for the back post. It was whipped to goal. um, And you can see that there's nobody making a run that I would have crossed it to. Um, and I left my head up before it. So, Ryan, fuck off. Uh, and yes, it was a shot. Uh, no, but cheers for the question. I did mean to score it. And it still remains the greatest goal ever scored. Ever. Imagine I won the Puskas Award, Ryan. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. David Kelville. Never heard the surname Kelville, so well done. Have you ever scored a goal on an Irish league ground? I mean, genuinely, those questions do just come one after the other. I have made that up. Uh, yes, David. I scored at Seaview. I've scored at Seaview, uh, which was a world-class goal past former Northern Ireland international and Southampton Premier League goalkeeper Alan Blaney. Uh, I loved him because, to be fair, he was, he was uh, three inches off his line. So uh, I've scored there. I've scored a hat-trick at Windsor Park. Tr- genuinely true I've scored a hat-trick at Stagmore Park where Dungan and Swift play um, and I think that might be it haven't scored at the Oval uh, so yeah that's it And I, I, if I'm given the opportunity to play at Irish League Grounds I'll score goals Gary says you can get rid of any town in Northern Ireland which town would it be and why port it down I can't actually say port it down because as much as I've slagged it off from Goldrick videos in the past uh, I, I've never really been I don't know. Put it down well, so I can't judge him. I mean, that is what Mike McGoldrick does—just judges things. But, uh, but I don't know. I couldn't say put it down. I don't want to be disrespectful to the people. I'd need to go to tell you it was a shithole, uh, and I haven't been. What time would I get rid of? Um, there's nowhere really I've been that I as a time where I was like, I don't know why th- why this is here. I mean, yes, I'll be honest, I have been in Crumlin. Like, not Crumlin Road, like Crumlin, the, the village or the town or whatever it is. And I was like, why is this here at this altitude? You know, it feels like a place that shouldn't be there. It's kind of like in the mountains. And then you drive through it near the international airport and you're like, I don't know how this... Because it's, it's near Belfast, you know what I mean? Like, it is part of Belfast, kind of. But then it's like way up high and it's just like one main street and i'd never been to it before and i stumbled upon it by mistake and I felt like people didn't want me to know it was there so i don't know any more info on crumlin as a place i don't know how it got there or uh, or what they get up to but i'd be keen to know charlie if you had a 500 foot yacht what would you call it um i would well here's the thing if you live in north down you have a 500 foot yacht you know that's called a starter pack and then you move up uh, I would call it probably HMS Chancer, you know, because it would definitely have to be Mike McGoldrick going on it, and not me. Uh, but I don't think I'd like a yacht, because I've seen too many disaster films, and I do like A We Swim In The Sea, but I wouldn't like to be out there for that long. Although, if I had a 500-foot yacht, to be fair, I probably would live on it like. Niall Dalton says, Ideal day trip in Northern Ireland. Uh, if I could go anywhere now post-lockdown, because I haven't really been anywhere far, since lockdown, Uh, anywhere in Northern Ireland, I would probably go, let me see, probably go up the North Coast, you know, very generic answer, but you can't really go wrong, if it was a nice day, go up to the North Coast, have some nice food, in Harry Shack, or, what's that, uh, Neptune and Prawn, haven't been there yet, but I would like to go, Beside the Ramor, been to the Remore a couple of times always good. But uh the one that the other bar they own, I want to go to that. And then I go to I walk around Barry's and I get a chippy. I mean I've, I've eaten a lot of food on this trip. And I go, go play on the beach and build castles with, with my son and my wife. Uh castles in the sky. Uh Martin Klucas says, Who is your comedy inspiration? uh my comedy inspiration My comedy inspiration probably isn't uh, like a stand-up, like there's obviously stand-ups I really like, but my comedy inspiration is probably, probably just, by the way, this is a really wanky answer, right, but probably just the environments I was in whenever I was younger, like school, Uh, like mates in school, like uh, family, you know, like, especially at my granny Peggy's house, because... Uh, there was always loads of people in the house, you know when you have like, a, so, some people, you have a granny, and loads of family members live in the area, because like on my granny street, like loads of my family still do live there, um, so everybody was all, and, and you that was like the central place you went, was in my granny's house, you, there could be, you could go, there could be 12 people just hanging out, drinking tea, smoking fags, because it was the 90s, you know, and, uh, And that environment was like an inspiration of comedy to me when I still think back to the vibe. Because it was very much like, you know, people slagged you, you slagged them back. In a very, very loving way, you know. But like, if you did something wrong, or, uh, you know, like you wore the wrong thing, you got totally ripped out over it. And that, but like, no, no one crossed the line, you know what I mean? Like, that is what I enjoy with friends and stuff like that. Like, Dave for example, or my mate Stevie or John or whoever, uh I love I love being slagged off by friends and slagging them off. So that that growing up in that environment was a was a big inspiration and just that kind of like working class humor of like put down like creative put downs and quick turns of phrase. I really like that. Uh and and yes that that idea of if you if you give it, you have to be able to take it. Uh, so I always I always like that. I always like that. My granny was was potentially my granny Peggy was potentially no not potentially the funniest person I think I've ever met. Just in terms of being able to absolutely put you, being like, being so loving, like so loving and like and great, and like almost like a, you know like a best friend in a way. But then also able to just annihilate you in front of anyone and everyone you know and even even when she was really old even when she was like very ill just able to pull a phrase out of somewhere and you're like what her one of her catchphrases was if you said and I love this if you said um so she she grew up uh newton north road newton north road uh left school really early to two o'clock uh no at like you know 12, 13, 14 um, to work in the tobacco factory and I imagine that was the kind of environment that she grew up in where like you worked with all your friends from the street, from the area and the crack was probably brilliant. One of my favourite phrases my granny had was, if you said like, if you were bragging about something, which, which never went down well in that time to those... To those people that grew up in a, in a in a tough way, you didn't you didn't brag, you you were modest, you got on with your work, so they didn't like that. So if you said something like, oh, "I just uh, I got a new job or whatever," and and you really like went to town on yourself, my granny would say, "You could rub your arse with a broken bottle and you wouldn't get cut." Now, That is so good because. It takes you a while to work out what it means, and then by the time you've done that, everyone's laughing, and you're like, "Oh yeah, boy, shouldn't have, shouldn't have been picking myself up as much." Um. So so in a way, my granny's a big comedy inspiration, and so many people in my family as well. Uh, but my granny's just proper proper funny. Uh, tell you this quick one. Went up to um, my my granny was kind of like my granny Peggy was kind of like Lazarus in a few ways. Like she would be like very ill. You know, she smoked, like, 3,000 a day, and she, like, you, you were never really able to see her. You'd go into the house, you know, which was which was a, a small house in White City in Hollywood, and, and I was there, like, five, four days a week, five days a week, whatever, you just always went down to your granny's. And uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to remember what she looks like, because there was always such a... Like, everyone in the family, bar me, smoked, and... Um, <laughs> no, like all like most aunties and uncles, my granny smoked, my granddad smoked, so I don't really know what any of them looked like because it was always such heavy. Because it was a small house, there was always so much smoke in the air that you never really could see your hand in front of your face. And I wonder why I have asthma. But um, what was I what was I saying there? Oh, I don't even know if I can remember. Oh yeah, right. This this is rambly. Um, my my granny would like would get sick, you know, she'd be in hospital, this, I remember this happened like half a dozen times, and I'd always be told by my dad, or, or, yeah, my dad, Um, he'd say like, listen, your granny's not good, just to let you know, not that she might not make it, but he would, you know, he was basically warning me, like the worst could happen here, be prepared for it, and I remember that happening loads of times, and then my granny would, and then it's like, oh, your granny's dead on now, you know, just so strong, and, one time, My cousin went up to see her, or did you do this to my dad? My granny was in hospital, she had made a bit of a recovery, but whoever it was in the family didn't know that, and she said to my Uncle Jim, whenever whoever's coming up to visit here, when they come in, tell me when they're on their way, and we'll put a sheet over me, and I'll just lie there. They did that and whoever it was that walked in thought that my granny had died on their way up to hospital and then they realised that she wasn't dead by like the shoulders moving under the shade and my granny bursting out laughing. And that for me is inspiration. That's inspiration. Uh, And by the way, I've got a thousand stories like that that I could tell and loads that I couldn't. <laughs> okay, Karen Stewart says... Will you and your boy be doing a Stavros flatly in years to come? I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. I absolutely wouldn't rule it out. They're those guy, father and son that went on Britain's Got Talent. And they're both kind of... Sorry to say this, guys, if you're watching. But here we go. Fat. um, You know, just two fat guys. And, uh, well, the boy was mainly, like, poppy fat. You know what I mean? Like, like it was fine. But the dad was, like, old school Greek kebab fat. And, um, and they just, like, danced about to Riverdance on... Uh, Britain's Got Talent, That was hilarious, and people loved it, and they made everybody happy and feel good, including myself, Um, so yeah, I think we could do something like that, definitely, although it would have to be the opposite, because I'm a slim guy, so I'm not going to be able to beef up for the Stavros-Flatley thing, so I'm not sure what we could do. Patrick Quinn says, uh, big friend of the pod, he says, do you plan to carry on the tradition of having a boys holiday to Tenerife for your son when he's old enough? without walking the new concrete flower pot, really hoping to add some old school dance moves to your smooth vocals videos, a man of endless talents, thanks for that Patrick, I has uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I have a bit of stand up out, where I talk about me and my dad, used to do like an annual Tenerife lads holiday, and I say lads holiday, it was me and my pensioner dad, Um, check it out, it's on YouTube, it's called stripping with my dad, I think, uh, you'll find it, and um. Will I do an annual trip to Tenerife? Uh, I love the idea of it. I absolutely love the idea of it. Uh but we'll see. Who knows what like in that time probably, you know, technology will have moved on so much that you don't go on holiday. You just put like a headset on and then you get spray tan. I don't I don't know. It's gonna it's not gonna be the same. And Tenerife probably won't be the hip hop in place. I don't think it ever was the hip hop in place, but I like to go there. But a lot of people don't because they're like there's not much to do here. But I just like to sit in the sand and get a tan and i hope that's okay um yeah patrick let's just say this and i can tell you this because you're a friend of the pod um let me say this so and yeah i want to just one more time apologize for last week uh noah got in touch and he said no ballard to be precise and he said my uh boyfriend is a belfast guy in china but he's not the belfast guy in china and i said oh that's that's the belfast guy in china because i didn't really read the message and patrick has changed his username to to not the belfast guy in china anymore so he maybe had to change it because i know it is still belfast guy in china but you know he's just he's rebranded also as patrick quinn and i think that was maybe because there was some sort of confusion patrick i want to apologize i want to apologize okay um Old school dance moves to go to my smooth vocal videos. Let's just say, Mummy has something up her sleeve. There's a video people have been asking for, it's coming, but let me work on the production side of it a little bit. And we'll leave it there. Lexi Halliday, the moon man, says, China teacup or big as a bucket? Somewhere in between, Lexi. Somewhere in between. You... Uh, yeah, you don't want to go too small because then you're going to need multiple cups. Although I do like to get the pinky out and then put my finger out. Um, I put the big Sports Direct mugs. I used to frequently drink those when I worked in a call centre. Because you were bored, so you just drank tea. Uh, but I think somewhere in between. like what I'm, uh, Yeah, perfect. What I'm drinking out of now is a big cup. If you're watching the video version of the podcast, it's a big cup. Look, there it is compared to the size of my head, although I have a pretty big head. Um... So somewhere in between, because if it's a big Sports Direct mug, it gets too cold too quick, and if it's in the small one, you don't get enough tea for your money, so uh, so yeah, some, somewhere in between. But there's no wrong answer. If the tea's good, I'm sipping. Matthew Mernon says, how often are you accused of plagiarism? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, monthly, maybe once a month, someone will be like, here mate, you stole this from this, and the answer is always inevitably, I, I didn't, because... If I did, you would know that I have done it, if that made sense. Like, I'm putting my video out there to so many people, when you consider, like, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I'm not going to, like... I was doing it, that, being, like, someone who's been doing this for a long time. I'm not going to watch something and go, N- no one's going to have seen this thing that I'm going to take this from, you know? um. Yeah, look, it happens. Um... I put, I know what you're talking about there, you put, you're you talking about, I put a Mike McGoldrick video up, and, um, and some someone wrote under it, um, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out, because I don't want to get it wrong, uh, yeah, the, I mean, it is enjoyable, while I get this up, there was the Lemmy one, you know, it's not like I'm not going to talk about it, you know, because, look, um, yeah, people, people do, like, you you can do things that are kind of influenced, but then if it's pointed out to you and you're like, actually, I didn't mean that to be like that, so I'm not going to do that again. Um, But I did something that people said, this is very similar to a Lemmy thing, um, which was a video of me being like, all right, bro, what are you at and all? And it cuts between two guys. Um, I had seen the Lemmy video beforehand, so I, 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 I had seen the sketches that people were talking about. So I'm not going to be like, look, I had no idea. I had seen that, um, where it's two guys talking at a house party, and it cuts back and forth, but the video that I did, I think on this podcast, before I'd even done that video, um, I said me and my wife were out for a walk, and there was two fellas on two sides of the road with nothing to talk about, but they knew each other, and it was the middle of lockdown, and one guy's like, alright mate, what are you at and all? And his mate went, just out walking here and all, and then I was like, video, that's a video of two guys with nothing to say and it just gets weirder and weirder but looking at the let thing similar yes in terms of the camera style the way i cut between yes it was similar so as a result of that i'll either not do it again or just work out a way where you're going all right it, it is it it is a different idea um but yeah sometimes you got to be like can see what you mean it's not that but i can i can understand where you're coming from um Yeah, what happened was I put up the McGoldrick video and uh, now some people will know some people won't. I've been doing the Mike McGoldrick character since 2014. Alright, a lot of people would say hey man that's seven years too long. In fact, it might even be longer than that. I think it is. Um, And this guy Aaron was like I'm getting Paddy Raff vibes here. Anyone else or is it just me? Um, No, he's amended that because I think he said Paddy McRaff but I think he's edited the post and um, I said what do you mean because I love saying that right you go what do you mean and he said watch Paddy McGrath and you'll see what I mean lol that whole posh accent thing and all and the whole name thing that's Paddy bro and I said flip you're right just wanted to try this character and see how it goes we'll delete now and he liked it, thinking I was going to delete it. Um, so yeah, Matthew, it, it happens, and also yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's happened before. Um, where people are like, "Oh, you st- you stolen from that character." Um, it's not like it's not annoying to really get accused of it because usually you're able to like put people right kind of quick. Um. So yeah, yeah, it has happened, but like not not too often. like the Lemmy thing really did like kind of not kick off, but there was like mo- like it was jumped on by quite a few guys um, and yeah, without because and then here's the thing, you don't want like I'm explaining it now on the podcast because we're talking about it in the right environment, but you don't want to be like a 32 year old guy sitting in his house writing out like a defense. you know you you, you think hopefully people understand. Uh, and if not, then that's fine, but do, do check, <laughs> but do, <laughs> but do check out, um, I basically have a new sketch coming out, and uh, it's, it's a red, I, I wrote it, but there's one where this fella, basically, is talking to his mate, and he sees a car going down the, the a street the wrong way, and he goes, wrong, that's going wrong way, down a one way street, and then it escalates and he gets a record deal with that single. So that I'll just leave it at that, but that's that's one of mine. That's an original one of mine. Uh JB says, who's so Jess Bryan? But Jess, I like that you've you're now rebranded as JB. Waiting for the legal one. I mean, I'll be honest guys, I've messed up because it wasn't a podcast question. It wasn't it was a reply to um to the videos I was doing of local supermarket jingles and all that kind of thing. Uh, and Jess just like a lot of people has a request and it's a little one Jess I, I know you didn't ask podcast you probably don't listen to the podcast Uh, which is totally fine because everyone has a right to listen to podcasts whether they want to or not I'm not going to do the little one because I auditioned to do a voiceover for the little ads in Northern Ireland for radio and it was really well paid and I didn't get it and someone kind of said yep it looks like you've got it and then I thought great but then I didn't get it and now I hear, I hear those ads all the time so you know they went with someone else and that's their decision. But uh you know, I don't shop there anymore. Laura says Oh yeah, the picture of Elon Musk and Kanye West. Controversial question mark, yeah, because they're talking the Elon and Kanye, which by the way shouldn't be in the same room, those guys. Uh because Kanye West has crazy ideas and Elon Musk has the money to make it a reality. You know, Kanye West needs to be around people like me, where he's like, we should we should put rockets in everybody's trainers without telling them, and then we should all see if we can go to Saturn. Because if he said that to me, I'd be like, man, I wouldn't even know how to do that. I wouldn't even know how to get there. Do you just go up? But he says that to Elon Musk, Elon Musk's like, right, bro, we'll have this sandwich first, and then we'll sort that out. Uh, yeah, they're wearing orange. I mean, I don't... I would like to see it. I would like to see Kanye become the creative director for the 12th of July next year. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And I think it would yeah it would be enjoyable for sure uh, Controversial definitely those guys know what they're at uh, Janie says okay again not a podcast question I'll people just look and major requests for these videos um, Matthew Blair Matthew I can't click on that link for some reason it's not let, let me do it so I'll roll that over to, uh, to next week's pod let me take a screenshot of that my brother Brother, just to make sure I do it. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Ryan Doyle, just uh, this is mainly for the video people, says, I think it's great you helping Dave wash his face before the podcast. Now, if you can see that in the video version, that's just a guy shaving a big massive buffalo's face, and that's enjoyable. That's really enjoyable. Guys, I'm uh, just going to make sure there's no questions on Twitter before I wrap this up. And there isn't, which is great. So, there there you have it. A little bit of a rambly pod, as always, but I'm still in the baby cocoon, and I don't know when I'm getting out. Basically, I'm like OJ Simpson. Uh, I don't know when I'm getting out. I'll be honest, though. OJ Simpson isn't in jail anymore, so that metaphor does not work in any way. Patreon.com slash me podcast. Get the bonus podcast. Get the merchandise giveaways. Get the ticket-exclusive news. (laughs) The mystery venue shows I'm going to be doing are... uh... We'll take it out. We'll take it out. It's all good. Um, yeah, all, the, all that news will be on the Patreon before it's anywhere else. Check out the Patreon. If you uh, aren't able to support the podcast on Patreon, that's totally sweet. What, I would love it. Uh, I would love it if you could go on the Apple podcast. Either rate and review the podcast, which would be brilliant. Or um, if you do listen and you want to share that out, an image of it on uh, your Instagram story or Twitter or whatever, so your friends see it. That would go a long way and uh, I'd, I'd really appreciate that. We could spread the word. We can get everybody drinking from the same cup. Not literally, though, because of uh, herpes. You know, so there we go. Thank you very much. Sip, sip. We'll see you with a guest on Friday. I don't know who the guest is going to be. We're, we're, we're being edgy and we're just going to have a mystery guest. Let's see what happens. Thank you very much, guys. See you later.